WSTN-DB HD1, Atlanta, Charlotte, a Situations Media Station. This is Spiritual Fortitude with Dr. Angela Kennel, right now on 102.6 The Situation. Hey, hey, welcome to episode eight of Spiritual Fortitude. I am your ambassador of grace, Dr. Angela Kennel, and I am so grateful and full of gratitude right now to join you once again. You know, the number eight is uh, the number of new beginnings. And after uh, episode seven, yes, it is a new beginning um, in so many areas of my life, and I hope yours as well. Um, It's just um, a beautiful thing to be able to do what God has charged you to do and walking um, in the purpose purpose that he set uh, before you. And with Spiritual Fortitude, this is his podcast, first and foremost. Um, I lay uh, no claim to it because it was definitely um, a divine order. And I am grateful uh, just to be here once again. Thank you to everyone that reached out to me. Um, personally after episode seven, um, that was, um, a pretty tough episode for me, but I thank God that I got through it. And I want you to know that, uh, your kind words, um, are welcomed and needed. And thank you for your ongoing prayers because, um, grief is definitely not something, um, to take lightly. And, um, it's something that, uh, we all go through. Um, in going through this journey um, of life. Uh, With that being said, it's just so fitting right now, you know, talking about death the last time, and now we're talking about life and um, the beauty of it all. So um, it it was a no-brainer for me um, to have my guest, and um, I'm just so grateful for her yes, and uh, you will hear her voice in a few minutes. I do want to go through um, her bio. Uh, Sonia Bridges is a woman of God who truly believes in going about doing good to all who are oppressed of the devil. Um, hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. That, that, all right. A woman of God who knows that through her trials and tests, she has been empowered to empower others. She is affectionately known as the empowered woman and waiting to light a fire to whatever she strikes. Yes, her resume includes slaying a bear, a lion and Goliath. She also operates as a pastor, teacher, evangelist and a prophet, but prefers to simply be called Sonia, a woman of God. She believes in letting people call her what they see her operating in. The gift of faith and healing rest upon her life. Her hands have wrought forth many proven miracles. Her latest test has exemplified that she really believes in the word of God and will stand on it any day, even if she must stand alone. Amen. She took a death sentence from man and turned it into a life sentence. Walking with God is nothing new to her. In fact, God has journeyed her through several trials and allowed her to come out like gold. Listeners, I bring to you powerful woman of God, Sonia Bridges. Hey, Sonia. Hey, hello, Dr. Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> 
You almost called me. I did. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get it out I, there. I did. I did. See, Sonia is like my god sister. Sonia's mother and father, Dr. Mickey Austin and Mr. Well, Mayor Robert Aaron, were my mother's two best friends. Yes. And so she's known me all my life. And my nickname <laughs> is Mika. So... <laughs> So if you call me Mika today, I'm okay. okay I'm okay. okay. We 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 family, so okay. it's okay. It's okay. okay. But how okay. are you? I'm doing fine. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so glad to be here. Oh man, and you got your baby patience over in the cut with you. Beautiful. That has as been ever. my angel. Really, that has been my Praise angel. Praise God. That's beautiful, man. I uh, I want to send a shout out to Uncle Robert and Aunt Mickey. And um and everybody back home in yes. Dawson, Georgia, great things come out of Terra yes, County. Yes, it does. It comes does out of Terra County. It does. So, mm-hmm. I but I, I want to get into it because I my heart is about to jump out of my chest because I tell you when you share with me your testimony and and you are writing your bio, you have many, but this one I couldn't shake, and that particular day that you talked to me. On my way home, because we were home, so on my way back up here to Atlanta, I had a talk with God because I could not shake. I couldn't shake it. And so in my midst of talking with him, I said, God, she has to share that with the world because there's so many that, you know, the doctor tells you something and you think, oh, it's it. It's It's a wrap. It's over. Mm -hmm. This is it. But your story is opposite of that and so in your way because only you can tell it in your way please share your testimony well i'm gonna have to take my time take your time and because it's so much yes i'm gonna have to give what's what's important yes the important parts gotcha but maybe starting last year Mm -hmm. maybe the beginning of last year Mm -hmm. i i noticed my weight i start losing weight wow which was not abnormal because I had braces and so I said well you know I got braces I'm not eating like I should so I blame that on the braces Mm -hmm. but maybe like mid mid maybe June last year Mm -hmm. I noticed other changes in my body Mm -hmm. I noticed that um when I used when I went to the restroom I noticed I didn't have a normal bowel movement gotcha and my weight started to continue to decline okay and I noticed, like, sometimes at work I would feel, like, weak, and I would pray, mm-hmm. and then I would feel better, mm-hmm. and I would keep going, mm-hmm. and I would keep going. Well, let's say maybe October, my weight started going, like, like Just that. Fast. It started going fast. Okay. And so, God had told me, he said, I need for you to go to the doctor, because I know I wasn't going to go. And I said, God, why am I going to the doctor? And he said, I need for you to go to get me documentation not me but uh-huh. him okay. documentation okay so i'm like okay girl what are you talking about mm-hmm. and i said okay i'm gonna go mm-hmm. well i put it off and then god sent an angel to me and the angel said i think you need to go to the doctor mm. i said okay won't he use somebody but i still you know. but i still took my time i still Even after that after that i'm okay. like okay okay i'm like okay and so finally maybe in about october okay after I saw my weight, and from June to October, my BMs were never normal. They were always 
violent. Oh my God. Yes. It was like violent. And so I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I need to go see somebody. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so trying to get that appointment is kind of tight because you're in a pandemic. But I never was in a panic. Okay. But my mom kept saying, you know, something ain't right. You know, you're losing weight. Mm -hmm. And I kept blaming it on, you know, the braces, the braces. Mm -hmm. And it had even got to the point where I would pad myself with extra clothes so that my mama would notice it, so that my child would notice it. Even when I went to work, I would put on extra clothes because I knew my weight was, right. it was rapidly going. Mm -hmm. So the end of October, I did get up, I went to see the doctor Mm -hmm. and uh, she said, "Um, you know, something going on with your stomach, maybe it's a, what's H. pylori? Yeah. Okay. No, maybe it's a virus or something. Right. So maybe come back in two weeks. Let's see if you gain weight. If you're not bleeding from your rectum, let's see how that goes. Okay. So went back in two weeks, I gained some weight. Mm. I still was never bleeding. Okay. So after the two weeks, I started back <laughs> losing the weight. And wait, so wait now, wait, wait. So you went okay, so for, for a short period of time you started back gaining I weight. Did. So it looked like, you I know, did. whatever it was, it was it's mending, okay. okay. And then after that it went back to what it, it went back. My God. It went back. And so when I went back in two weeks, I, I called her, I said, Uh, I think I'm I'm gaining now. Mm-hmm. And she said, Well, Come back and come back and see me. And so I went back and see her. She said, How about it? How's about your BM? I said, It's still abnormal. She said, That's not right. You you should have a normal BM. Mm-hmm. And so she said, Can I I want to test some of your specimen? And I'm like, uh, that's not gonna be possible to do that. Right. Because it's so violent. I'm not gonna be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so she said, Well, even though you're not bleeding from your rectum, mm-hmm. she said she wanna do a colonoscopy. I never had one. Okay. And honestly, I never thought about having one. Right. And so she said, I can schedule for one in January. Okay. So from October to January, wait, study. <laughs> My wait, study going, study. <laughs> My wait, study going, study going. And so January, when I went to do the colonoscopy, she said, she said I want to run some blood work on you. Okay. And so she ran the blood work. They could hardly get in the blood. And I said, well, that's, that's normal because I'm always, you know, you can hardly get blood from me. So okay. that's normal. That, okay. okay. But she did get some blood. Mm-hmm. So she scheduled a colonoscopy in January. And I got that in like the second week of January. Mm-hmm. And I went to have my colonoscopy. And I remember waking up. And she said, I, I need you to wake up. Wake, I need you to wake up. Wake up. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, she said, I could not even do a colonoscopy. She couldn't do it? She said, when I started to go in, she said, something blocked. Oh, Glory. Mm. something blocked me mm-hmm. and I'm not, I wasn't able to go in. My God. She said, but I did get a few pictures. Uh-huh. So I said, okay, I'm still not saying nothing. Uh-huh. I'm just listening. Right. So she says, you, you have a, a, a tumor in your rectum and I'm still like, okay. Jesus. Okay. Okay. And this is a GI doctor talking to me. Mm-hmm. She said, I only was able to get a few pictures mm-hmm. and this is what I got. She gave it to me. I never looked at the pictures. Wow. She says to me, she says, you have colon cancer. And I'm still sitting there like, my God, is she talking to me? Right. Because the devil is alive. Right. I don't have no colon cancer. Right. And so I'm still sitting there. And so the person that accompanied me, they said, well, did you get the results back already? How can you say, you know, she's got colon cancer. Right. And she's like, uh, this is what I see. And so I go to my mom's house. I tell my mom, I say, they think 
Mm-hmm. So it upset my mom and my dad. Yes. Because for her to be the GI doctor, all you supposed to do is do the colonoscopy. Right. You don't supposed to diagnose me or what you think. And she already telling you. But she, I didn't understand that why she told me though. But you know what? Before you go further, Sonya, your initial response to that set the tone. I just sat down like Because okay. you Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I thought about what yeah. God said. I said, God, this is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This is what you need. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I was in a safe place. Right. Whatever she told me, right. I was still in a safe place. Right. Because he told me to go. Amen. So she said, you need to go see a colorectal surgeon. Mm. So I scheduled that appointment like the third week in January. Okay. And I went to see him. Mm-hmm. He said it's not confirmed. I can't confirm. I, it's not confirmed. So he's saying it can't be mm-hmm. confirmed. It, he said, okay. but I know, I know it's not supposed to be there. Right. So we're going to get it out. And he started telling me about the statistics and you know how people live and people die. And he was explaining to me and Mika, I was sitting there just like I'm sitting here. No, now how, how what was going on through your mind at that time? Nothing. Gotcha. <laughs> Nothing. Gotcha. And he knew it. <laughs> he said, he says, ma'am. I'm trying to scare you. I said, oh, no, sir. Uh-uh. <laughs> you got the wrong one. You're not going to be able to scare me. Hello? I said, God got this. Whatever going on, mm-hmm. God got it. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to set you up to get it out of there. Okay. He said, I'm going to treat it like it's cancer. It's not confirmed yet that it's cancer. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of all this, I'm still telling my family, you know, I'm not sure it's not confirmed yet. I, I don't know for sure, right. but it looks like it. Okay. And so... Maybe two days later, I I got the phone call, mm-hmm. and they said, you know, you have colon cancer. My and, God. and I said, okay. Mm-hmm. So I said, I need to call my mom mm-hmm. because I know it's gonna right. tell my mom up. Right. And I called my mom, and it told my mom up. I know it did. I know it. It did. broke my father's heart. I know it did. It broke my children's heart except my old, my baby girl, the one that stayed with me. It didn't touch him. Mm. It didn't face him. My God. From the time that day, mm-hmm. they told me I had colon cancer mm-hmm. until February the 19th, so he took it out. Rapidly. Mm-hmm. My weight. Rapidly, me. Rapidly. Rapidly. It's not, when it, my, like, my body hurt, you got cancer. It's like, it took it, every fat cell I had everywhere. Just eating away. It took it. Rapidly, it took it. It took it so fast that one time I looked at myself and God said, "Don't look at yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't look at yourself." Okay. Because I was skin and bones. My God. And as I'm telling my family and my children, all they thinking about is the Black Panther. You know, he had colon cancer, and I'm telling my mama, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not the Black Panther. No, the Black Panther, him. not me. Right. His story ain't my story. Right. I Amen. said, God told me I'ma live. Amen. He told me I'm coming out safe, Amen. and I'm coming out safe. Amen. So I'm telling my family, mm-hmm. I'm coming out mm-hmm. on the other side. So speaking it. Oh, glory! I'm coming out you on the other side. What you say? I'm coming out on the other mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. But Mika. Mm-hmm. It's so much in this. I, I got to just, it just. Take your time. It's so much in this. But it broke my family's heart. I know it did. It had my family in such a panic. Mm-hmm. Mika, they was calling me every day. My family was texting me every day. I said, God, this is too much. I said, I understand how when Jesus went to heal Jairus' daughter, mm-hmm. he had to put him out. Right. And I said, I love my family. Mm-hmm. 
But I got to put my family out right now. Because everybody say, why are you working? Because I'm still working in the midst of all this. Still I'm working. Going to work. I'm working. Wow. I'm taking care of elderly people, and I'm loving it. Wow. I could go to work, take care of my people, come home, and meet them. My baby said, what is wrong with you? As soon as I hit the door, I go to the sofa. I, after that, I couldn't move. My God. I'd be in the house. I'm so cold. Still serving. Still in serving. In the of it all. It, they never knew. Everybody could say, what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm just got some stomach problems. I, that's, I never told them to the day before. Mm. But so in the midst of that, mm-hmm. my family is distraught. Heartbroken. I know it. Except this one. Mm-hmm. My children, my oldest two, they had to bring me in check. They tell, they said, Mom, mm-hmm. stop talking to us like we are you. Wow. Because I'm saying, what are y'all worried about? What you crying about? What you upset about? Mm-hmm. And in their mind, they're looking at me like, that's where you are. You're not scared. We over here, Mama. We scared. Mama, you got cancer. Right. I know what I got. Mm-hmm. But I'm not scared. My God. And I told my middle daughter, I said, stop that crying. Mm-hmm. I said, God cannot use me dead. That's true. I said, I'm, I'm going to be able to God alive mm-hmm. and dead. Why are we going to let this happen? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So my mama began to fuss at me. No, she did. Uh, yeah. What stage you in? I say, what do it matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to know. I said, no, you don't need to know. Right. I told my mom I could be in the final stage. Mm-hmm. I could be in my last hours. Mm-hmm. God said he's coming to get me. He's coming to get me. Right. Oh, you don't ask no questions. You don't want to know what stage you're in. You don't ask no questions. You're not like me. The, the first <laughs> pain, my mom said, the first pain I get, I'll, I'll be at the doctor's <laughs> office. I'll, I'll be at the doctor's office. I can hear her <laughs> you, you just going just gonna to sit back and slide out and oh die. I God. said, God ain't going to let me die. Amen. Because I got my faith on the line. Standing on it. He's not going to let me die. Flat footed. So my mom oh said, Sonia, please, you stay in the light. Don't pay us no mind. She told you that. You stay in the light. Stay in the light. You stay in the light. Because they kept saying, they kept saying, you sick. No, I'm not. They would call me, where you at work? Why are you at work? You sick. No, I'm not. I'm not sick. Not I am not, not sick. Not I God. never let my family tell me I was sick. I rejected it. No, I'm not. My God. The man healed me 2,000 years ago. Amen to that. He didn't just heal me February Amen. the 19th. Amen. Jesus healed me yes, 2,000 he years ago. Yes, he did. Tell it. And I received that. Yes. It ain't nothing. He he already did already it. Already done. So why would I not walk in that? Amen. Why would I let the devil take that from me? Amen. What Jesus already gave me. Amen. So I said, no, ma. Jesus healed me two, oh, 2,000 years ago. Yes, he did. And I'm walking in that. Mm-hmm. I said, honey, I got the victory. Hello. Hello. Talk about it. Tony. I have the victory. Talk about and it. And that's what so many saints of God forget. lose. They, they lose this. They do. They say, when you get your sickness, you, you say, I'm fighting cancer. Oh, I'm dealing with cancer. Mm-hmm. Or people say, I'm battling cancer. Mm-hmm. The moment that you begin to declare that over your life, you have lost the battle. Ooh. When you say, I'm battling cancer. No, I didn't battle cancer. Ooh. No, I didn't fight cancer. And no, I didn't deal with cancer. Ooh. I told my mama, I said, Mom, I got cancer. Mm-hmm. I am not in denial. Because my mama said, you in denial. No, mm-hmm. I'm not in denial. Mm-hmm. I understand I got it. Mm-hmm. It ain't got me. It ain't controlling my life. Say, I'm say. controlling it. Pause. I, I, I need you to say that again. You you have cancer, but it doesn't, it doesn't have, have it. you. It can't it can't take your spirit. It can't take your beliefs. It can't take anything you standing on. 
Amen, Sonya. And I kept Amen. saying, I kept saying, I asked, I'm asking God, God, am I all right? Am mm-hmm. I normal? Do I supposed to feel like I'm feeling? Because mm-hmm. I'm not scared. Right. You know, my family running around panicking. And I'm like, God, am I okay? Is this normal for me? Mm-hmm. What is going on? He said, you, you're standing in faith. Amen. You're standing in faith. Amen. And it's going to help somebody. It is. It's going to help your family. Because yes. I kept telling, uh-uh, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to call me, son, you have, I said, uh-uh, oh, no. Uh-uh, uh-uh, we ain't talking today. Right. Right. If you want to call and talk to me, I need you to feed my faith. Right. Now, if you're not going to feed my faith, mm-hmm. we can't do this. Amen to that. I, I need you to feed my faith. Don't call me with no pity. Mm-hmm. That's why I never told them at work I was sick. Because I don't want people to pity me. Right. When you can go through a trial mm-hmm. and come out, then people see the glory of God. Amen. That's why you didn't tell me? I never knew. Now you know because you need to know now. Amen. That's how God operates. But God did it for me 2,000 years ago. Amen. And so I received it. Mm-hmm. I didn't fight cancer. I didn't battle with it, and mm-hmm. I didn't deal with it. Amen. God fought it for me. Yes. But it gave me the victory. Hey, glory. The victory. But it gave me the victory. My God. But it told my family to pieces. Mm. It told my family to pieces. My God. When this whole thing was over, mm-hmm. my mama said, I know you didn't look at those pictures. I need you to go get those pictures. I got the picture. She said, look at this third picture. Tell me what do you see. I said, I see all this black, mm-hmm. and I see all this yellow. She said, yeah, puss. And I see all this red blood, yeah. Oh, wow. She like, Sonya, now I know why. When the GI doctor looked in there, I know why she told you you had colon cancer. Wow. If you looked at the pictures, you would have knew. She said, it didn't look good. So you never looked at them going through the process? I never looked at them. Wow. I gave them to my mama. Mm-hmm. She made a copy, gave them back to me. I put them in an the envelope. I put them up. What, mm. what I'm looking at them for? Mm. I'm not worried about that. Mm. I'm trying to keep my eyes on the one on my prize. Yes. So I can take my eyes off of nothing there. Mm-hmm. I look like death, Mika. My God. I was down to 109 pounds. Are you serious? 109 pounds. I was nothing but skin and bones. My I said, God, God nothing I take but my life. He mm-hmm. want my life, but he can't have it. But oh, every right. fat cell I had, from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, I had no fat cells in my body. My God. And I looked at myself. I said, God, look at me. Mm-hmm. And I started tearing up. Mm-hmm. And the spirit said, stop looking at yourself. Keep your focus. Mm-hmm. What has the word of God said to you concerning mm-hmm. you? Right. And I said, you told me that no weapon formed against me was going to Amen. So I said, look at him, counsel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you got him. Mm-hmm. But since you him. Uh huh. This is gonna be for the glory of God. Mm. You won't get no glory out this story. I know what your intent and your plan was. You came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Mm-hmm. My mom said, "What stage are you in?" I don't know. My God. Stage two colon cancer. Stage two. My God. Prognosis not good at all. Mm. But I didn't hear that. But God. That's all I heard. But God. Mm-hmm. God said, "I'm the one that always causes you to try up." Yes. Always. Oh, when he said always, he meant oh, he meant always. always. Yes, ma'am. He meant always. Yes, ma'am. So the nineteenth of February, Mm -hmm. the doctors took it out, took the tumor out. The doc, when he comes in to wake me up, Mm -hmm. he says to me, Mm -hmm. "Didn't you feel that tumor in your stomach? You never felt this thing. I never felt it. 
I didn't try to touch myself. I what was the size of it? The size of a grapefruit. Wow. He said, when I walked in and I saw you on the table, I saw the tuna perturbed sticking out. Sticking out your stomach. You didn't see that? He said, oh, you're trying your body to get used to that. I, I didn't see that. Yeah. I didn't see that. So your body was trained to just sustain that sitting inside of you. Yes. My God. Yes. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you. The awesome thing about God. Mm-hmm. Tell it. When they first did all the x-rays, Mika, mm-hmm. you know, your colon goes up like this. It goes up, across, and come down. Right. When they first did it, looked at it, Mika, the tumor was here. The tumor was going up. It was going up. It was going, mm-hmm. this is vertical. Uh-huh. It was going up. Two weeks before my surgery, uh-huh. I started having normal BMs. I said, Mom, I said, what is this? I said, my BM's are normal. Uh-huh. I called my dad. I said, Daddy, my BM's normal. Uh-huh. He's like, maybe the tumor's shrinking. Right. I said, I don't know. Something going on. Uh-huh. Maybe the tumor's shrinking. Right. And so when I went to have surgery, the person that accompanied me, I said, look, I say, if he may ask you, tell him that, you mm-hmm. know, I've been having normal BM's. Mm-hmm. Mika, let me tell you what happened. What happened? The tumor traveled. It went from here. Uh-huh. And when he got ready to do it, it was it was it, it came up and went. It was it was laying across my stomach. Oh my god! Yes, he says to me, "Ma'am, I don't think you understand this." He said, "Do you know that that could have obstructed?" He said, it "Could have tore your intestine, your colon." He said, it "Could have metastasized, broke open, and spread." He said, "Ma'am, I thought I was gonna suction it out." He said, but when I realized how big it was, uh-huh. I had to pull it out. He said, it made me work. He said, and I was concerned about in the process of pulling it out mm-hmm. that I was going to break some of it off. My God. But he broke. He was able to pull it all out. Wow. He got all of it out. I was never sick. But once he got it out of there. Uh-huh. I was sick. Hmm. I was sick. Throwing up sick in the hospital. My God. And because it was so big and it had stored so much blood, mm-hmm. maybe like a week after after I used using the bathroom, yeah. it still was blood. My God. It still was blood. Yeah. Because it, it was so big. So after that, then I began to realize, God, let me see how sick I was, how sick I was supposed to be. I didn't know it then. I said, "Oh my God, God, I've supposed to been sick." Mm. Yeah, yeah. You you see it mm. now. I didn't I didn't see it then. I couldn't smell. If I smelled food, me it, it oh, you, you you couldn't. And it had like a projectile on it. When I was sick, it just it could just oh, I just can't explain it to you. Oh my God, just weak, <sighs> weak. For I know for two weeks, Mika, just weak. Well, I went back to see him. Mm-hmm. In, after three weeks, I went. He said, "I want to see you back," and so we went. I went back, and I, I was I was heading in. And he's and the nurse was like, "Oh, he got something to tell you. He got something to tell you. He got something to tell you." I'm like, "Okay, okay." Uh-huh. He said, "He said the doctor said, no, I don't believe this." He said, "I told my colleagues, you're not going to believe this." Wow. He said, "I tested twenty of your lymph nodes in your stomach area, uh-huh. in your colon area, uh-huh. twenty lymph nodes." He said, "Ma'am." You don't have no cancer in your body. What? Nowhere. 
I said, what I told you he was going to do. What did I tell you, girl? I said, I, God. Said, you, told me, you told me what he was going to do. He said, now, look, I don't think you need it. I uh-huh. don't think you need chemo or radiation. He said, but I'm not the oncologist. I said, well, let me tell you this right here. If they tell me I need it, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to take no chemo, and I'm not going to take no radiation. When God do a thing, he finished what he started. Amen. Can't so, no man get the credit for that. No chemo, no radiation at all. So your auntie said, when you go see the oncologist, I want to go. I said, you can go. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you this. If they talking about I got to have further treatment, I'm telling you right now, if that's why you're going, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So she said, well, I'm going to go with you. I said, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We go in there. The woman, the doctor is still in the maze. The oncologist is in the maze. Wow. She said, you don't understand this, ma'am. She said, most people that have cancer removed from their bodies have to have further treatment. She said, ma'am, but you don't. My I God. said, ma'am, that's God. My God. I said, the man has showed out for me. Sonia. The man has showed out for me. And that's what amazed me when you first shared this with me. Because even in the midst of that tumor, being in your body. He was well protected. And the fact that you stood, even when you heard the words yourself, and you decided to make the choice to stand on what you, not what somebody told you, but what you know. And what you know is what set you free. Absolutely. It's the truth that you know. I knew Amen. that. Amen. Because I knew that God was a healer. Right. In 2015, mm-hmm. I broke my hip. In 2015, I broke my hip in two places. Uh Your hip, you got your socket and your hip. Uh I broke my socket and my hip in two places. Seven screws. I went and had surgery. Uh I had surgery on a Thursday. Uh On a Friday, he said, ma'am, you can go home. My mom said, don't let her go home. Don't let her go home. (laughs) Because my mama know when I get home, I'm not going to sit down. Right. I'm, I'm going to be moving. I'm going to move. Right. He said, uh-uh. She said, don't let her go home. I went home on a Friday. Uh-huh. They came the next week, did therapy. Uh-huh. And then the next week, I was back at work. Walking. Walking. My I was God. at work. My God. Phoebe Putney, my hospital <laughs> down home. They called. They said, look, your story is miraculous. Can wow. we put your story? We want to put your story in this Phoebe, in the magazine. My God. So I'm not no I'm not a stranger to to the to the miraculous works of Jesus, Amen. I know what He did mm-hmm. when when my husband died in 2013. Mm-hmm. That was meant to destroy me. Mm-hmm. It was meant to destroy me because mm-hmm. I didn't know where to go from there. Right. I had no clue, no idea. I said, God, what am I even doing? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm doing. But I like to lose my mind. But looking at me, I look good and happy and smiling. Oh, but in the inside. I want to go somewhere and jump off a cliff. Right. Because I don't know what my life is doing. Right. My God. But God brought me out. God said, get a grip on yourself. Mm -hmm. He said, now you got good grief and you got bad grief. Mm -hmm. Make up your mind which one you want to deal with. Mm. And I said, God, I'm going to take the good grief. Mm -hmm. And he began to navigate me. He said, now this is what you do. Mm -hmm. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You're going to get rid of that. You're going to move that. You're going to make changes. And as I began to make changes, I said, okay. So I'm not a stranger to what he can't do. I Amen. know what he can do. Amen. But I did not know that I would hear those words. I always said, if I ever heard somebody's doctor tell me I got cancer, I said, oh, God, I'm probably going to pass out or something. You know, <laughs> this is what I'm saying to myself. 
<laughs> and, and then I heard mm-hmm. like, what does that mean? Cancel? Yeah. What? You, you know, you, you're talking to me? You didn't know your own strength. Yeah, and the dog talking to me. He, he, he looking at me. <laughs> Ma'am, I'm trying to scare you. No, no. Ain't no scaring in me. Amen. It's the God I serve in me. Amen. He don't scare. Amen. And if he don't scare, you, you can't scare me. Amen. He said, well, what to do? I said, you, t- you tell me what we're going to do. Whatever you say we're going to do, we're going to do. But I told God, you got to get the glory, all the glory. I can't have no chemo radiation because mm-hmm. then chemo radiation get the glory. I said, God, you got to do it. Well, a man ain't had nothing to do with this. Amen. You did it. You was able to let him take it out of there. Mm-hmm. It did not break off. Mm-hmm. And you was able to let no trace of cancer be my God. in my body. My God. Now, it's the Spiritual Fortitude Praise Break on 102.6 The Situation. Try to help us do it. Lift your hands in this atmosphere and say, I am grateful. I am grateful for, for the things that you have done. Have done. Look at him and tell him, yes, yes I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the victories that we've won. Tell him I could go on and on. About your works. About your words. Because I'm grateful. Because I'm grateful, grateful, so grateful just to praise you, Lord. Lift your hands and say, flowing from my heart.
you just facing that head on the way that you did, Sonia, what would you tell somebody that just got a diagnosis and they are well aware of the Lord, but it has shaken their faith? What would you tell them? I would tell them to refocus. Mm. Get your focus back. Mm-hmm. Get your focus back on the word of God. Amen. He says, who is man mm-hmm. that we are mindful of him? Mm-hmm. I don't care if man told me I was going to die next week. Right. Man, you ain't nobody. Amen. Amen. You got to trust what you know. Amen. Now, if you don't know it, you need to get to studying and meditating and spending time with the God so you can get to know it. Because if you don't know it. Amen. You're going to die. That was sent, that was Cain to kill me. Mm. But so, oh, you're the Cain for the wrong somebody now. Because you don't even know me like, uh-uh. Right. I don't even get down with you like that. Right. Sickness can't be in my body. Mm-hmm. You can't be in my company. Mm-hmm. You can't be in my midst. You can't be in my family. But let me tell you the, let me tell you the thing about God. Mm-hmm. When people talk about, I'm a curse breaker. No, baby. Let me tell you about a curse breaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not know why this thing had bothered my daddy so much. Mm-hmm. My daddy would call me every day, text me every day. My family, they I never seen my family respond to me like they have. My God. I know my family loved me. My God. But we were distant. But every day somebody from my family was saying something to me. Amen. But my daddy, mm-hmm. my father, bless his heart. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it. It tore him up. Wow. It shook him up. Mm. I said, Daddy. I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. I did not know that my grandfather, he died from colon cancer. My God. I said, well, I done took this for everybody in my family. Mm-hmm. The devil, you hear me, devil? Mm-hmm. Nobody else in my family. I done broke that curse. Mm-hmm. Cancer can't reign nobody in my family. I took that bullet for them. Amen. You understand? Know no, I took, I let myself be a sacrifice. Yes. That can't happen, no. I broke that curse. Mm-hmm. So if cancer come... I'm telling everybody in my family, send him back to the pits of hell. You need to resist the devil and he will flee. Amen. I resisted Amen. that book. You hear me? You did. We ain't getting down. I said, uh-uh, we ain't getting down like this. Mm-hmm. Their father's not here. Now, how you think you're going to come and take their mama from them? No. It won't be God did it because mm-hmm. God said, I came to give you life. Yes. So if the, if, the, if I would have left early, as early demise, that was the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, no. They father's not here. You even take their mama. If you Amen. think you can take their mama, Amen. you're not taking their mama. Amen. So that one right there. Mm-hmm. They were somewhere. How, how is PJ? How is patient? Patient's fine. She fine. She can tell you. I mm-hmm. said she ain't making nothing up. I'm okay. I'm right. not sick. I'm, I'm okay. Right. But they worry about the fact that she saw me. I said, but it's easy because she was there through the transition. Amen. Now, had you came up and saw me, you was like, girl, something wrong with you because you had not seen me. Right. But she lived through the transition. Mm-hmm. And she, when mm-hmm. she really realized it was maybe two days before my surgery. Wow. I said, I want, I said, I want my back. I want you to clean my back for me. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed when she came in, she was rubbing my back real soft. I said, well, why are you doing that? She's like, Ma, you just skin and bones, Ma. Mm. I said, baby, I know. I said, but clean my back. I said, Mama going to be all right. I said, I'm going to be out on the other side. That's right. And so once I got home and started healing, mm-hmm. she came to me and she she was about to cry. Mm-hmm. She said, Ma, I just realized you like to die. Mm. And I said, but God. But God. I say, but God. Amen. And so she's seen that strength. So it's not, it ain't nothing face It ain't nothing new to her because she's seen you. But my other children, mm-hmm. oh, they just cried. They cried. Me, my they cried. God. So what y'all crying about? They're like, Mom, you got cancer. 
Mm-hmm. It's not bigger than the name of Jesus. What is it's it's not bigger than the name of Jesus. Amen I know that. y'all feel like this is a death sentence, mm-hmm. but when I'm when I come out of this run, mm-hmm. I'm living. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm living, I, and that's what people have to do. It's all about, definitely about. You know, I it's a quote out there, but it's so true when it talks about how, you know, even when things happen out of your control, but you can control your response to it and speaking life the way that you did from the beginning of a situation that did nothing but act, mm-hmm. activate that manifestation of your healing. And that's what that's what's wrong with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. When they go to the doctor, the doctor say, well, you got this. And then you hear that and you receive that. Right. Whatever they say you have, then before you know it, uh-oh, I, you know, here come that symptom. You got that symptom. And before you know it, you have what the doctor said you have. Yeah. And that's how people are being defeated. I don't care what you say I got. Mm-hmm. I know the greater one is in me. Mm-hmm. And you can't handle the greater one in me. Mm-hmm. Now, you can try to come in here and handle him. Mm-hmm. But this is his temple. So if this is his temple, he ain't going to live here with no counselor. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. And that's Amen. what I'm going to stand on. Amen. It's the God we serve. Amen. He's a good God, though, honey. He is a good God. Ain't he a good always, God? Always. No matter what it looks like, no matter what the doctors say, no matter what the, the, the reports say, <laughs> God is good at all times, all times. And we must continue to stand on his word. He said, I will perfect everything that concerns you. Everything. Everything. I've been walking in that hard for about the past two weeks, Sonya. Everything that concerns me. When he say everything, everything. he mean everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything that come to you that's not him, yes. uh-uh, that's not my yes. portion. No, don't try that. That's yes. not my portion. Exactly. You do not receive that. That's right. Because once you receive it, that's it. That's right. That's your, that's your sinners. Mm-hmm. But I choose to believe the report Amen. If I don't believe what's in the book, I might as well close it, stop reading it, right. stop, I'm, stop everything I'm right. doing for God. Right. If I'm not going to believe what I read, close the book if right. you're not going to believe it. And that word is li- living and breathing. Close the book. A lie. Yes. Don't, mm-mm. He said his words are spirit that give you life. Life. Not death. Not death. Mm-mm. So you got to know what you hear. You got to be mindful who's in your ear. Yes, you definitely got to look, Even uh, with my family, protect your like, ear gate, your like, mouth gate. Y'all oh. doing too much. Y'all <laughs> yes. doing do extra. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm here trying to hold on, fight, keep my faith. Yes. He told me to fight for my faith. Yes. That's the only thing he told me to fight for. He didn't say fight no battles. Mm-hmm. He didn't say fight no disease. He mm-hmm. said fight, contend for your faith. Yes. I'm trying to contend for my faith. Mm-hmm. And I need y'all around the ring. Say, come on, girl. I need you cheering me on. Don't yes. call me with that pity stuff amen i don't i, I ain't got i don't have time for that in my life amen, amen. i don't need no pity talk, talk, no Mm-mm. amen i know what he's done for me mm-hmm. he, he's he's got a track i got a track record with yes. him yes yes so i know what he can do mm. you just got to put him to it that's true that's true and this is for anybody that the doctor said you got or you on some kind of medication you will be surprised if you walk away you'll be surprised how your faith will kick in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you would be surprised. How, you say, you know what? I ain't taking this no more. I did the same thing with high blood pressure pills. I walked away. I did not wait for my pressure to go down. Mm-hmm. My pressure was high when I walked away. Mm-hmm. I my walked God. away. My God. I was on three high blood pressure medication. They put me on one. It elevated. Put me on elevated. My and I God. said, God, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. I ain't no way how I'm going to lay hands on the sick. And then, hey, I got pills in me. I'm not doing that. Amen. I walked away. Amen. And even when I was at the hospital, mm-hmm. 
I didn't realize it. They said, I see you got high blood pressure. I said, the devil is lying. I ain't got no high blood pressure. Oh, well, I'm looking at your file. I said, what file are you looking at? Uh-huh. Oh, from Phoebe Putney years ago? I said, honey, no, no, baby. Mm-hmm. Check my pressure. My pressure run like 115 over 74. I said, even if it run uh, something else, mm-hmm. get what? I don't have no high blood pressure. Amen. No. You're not going to tell me that every black person got high blood pressure. Right. Every right. time. Hey, you got high. What? High blood pressure? <laughs> Do everybody black have high blood pressure? No. 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 No, that's not true. That's what, that's what you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I walked away. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not waiting for it to be low. I'm out for it now. I took my, the doctor said, you got to sign something. Say, you, I don't care what I got to sign. I'm not dealing with this. Them pills that control my life. Oh, I got to take my pills. Oh, I got to take my pills. Bye. <laughs> I, I walked away. So I didn't know when you in a, when you in the system. Mm-hmm. They was like, when they pulled my records, they pulled all my records oh, from all yeah. from Phoebe. My God. I see you got help. No, I don't. I said, ma'am, the devil's a lie. I don't have no high blood pressure, honey. Oh, my God. Son. They checked my blood pressure every, every four hours in the hospital. I said, what, what are you talking about? I said, I ain't got no high blood pressure. <laughs> no, you're not going to speak that over me and I receive it. Amen. No. But it's when you hear that stuff and you receive it, mm-hmm. then your body starts reacting to it. That's true. But I had fed someone faith to my body. Mm-hmm. It had no no, it no had choice no. but to act on what you had already spoken. It had no choice. Right. I commune. I take communion every day. Amen. Commune. I met a, a, a apostle Gerald Jackson mm-hmm. back. I think. I don't know. He came to Dawson. You were there. Apostolic train. He came one time. Okay. Apostle Gerald Jackson. You came one time when we had, I can't think of it. But anyway, that, oh, he taught, he did a teaching on the uh-huh. Miracle Meal. Okay. So from from years ago, I started doing communion every day. Uh-huh. So you telling me what I'm doing, devil ain't working? Oh, it's working. Mm-hmm. It's working. Amen. He said, all things work together for my good. Oh, baby, that take communion every day with my faith. Oh, it's working. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm so um, in awe. Of uh, of just uh, how how powerful um, your testimony is, Sonia. The one thing that I do know is that you've never wavered. That's what at my, all. my dad said. That. You've he never said, wavered you never- in everything that you've dealt with. You've never wavered, never wavered, and you've always had a smile on your face. So when I saw you and you shared your story with me, remember when you came in, I said, you got a glow. You did. I said, girl, I thought, what I've been through? You, you said, what you been through? Did you and say I that? And I mean, you look so beautiful. Oh, it's the goodness of God. You were so beautiful when you walked in the house. Oh, glory. So for you to share that with me, I was like, my God, you had that glow. And yeah, it was the glory. I was, definitely was, agree with that. It was the glory of God. And and I just want our listeners out there to understand that it's 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 your choosing. It's it's your choosing. Yes. But I I want you to know that that God is available to you. Yes. Um his word is available to you. And every promise is it's over 700 some promises in the Bible. Every promise is still alive and well and still available to you. It's for the taking. And I guarantee you take hold of what you need to take hold and yes. stand on it. And and the enemy will come and try to yes, rock you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But stand no matter what. And I assure you, myself, along with Sonya, that what you pray for, what you believe for, the life you speak, 
over yourself and over what you believe in, it will manifest itself. Yes. The only thing that, that I do want you to understand is that God is not a liar and he don't make mistakes. Yes, Lord. And so that's when that's when you've got to allow your trust to stand flat footed in itself in in who um in who and what you believe in. I'm um so grateful because we all have a story to tell. We all do. Yes. But it's up to us as believers and it's up to you as a believer. And if you're not, I I um I pray that that you will um give give God a try. He's good. Amen. Always. And um that I, I I can go on and on. That's another whole show that I do plan <laughs> to do because I I think God's been given a bad rap. Yes, and mm-hmm. um and and I do want to address that. Yes, um mm-hmm. real soon, and I will. But I I just I <laughs> I'm in awe when when I tell you, and I and I knew that that I wanted Sonya to share her story with the world because I told you that day that I was, I was like, you did. gotta share it with the we world. Did. But when God put on my heart to ask you to share on spiritual fortitude, and I was nervous. I was like, oh, man. It's going. Oh, my God. Is she going to tell me no? (laughs) No. And you were like, okay, I'll let you know. Okay. (laughs) Then when you came back and was like, let's do it, I was like, yes. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. She's going to do it. Because your testimony alone, Sonia, is going to save life, even if it's just one. But I truly believe it'll save more than you one. Can you yes, can live. You can live. You can live. You can live. You can live. No matter what that diagnosis is, you can live. You can live. You can live. It's not the end. It's not. It's the mm-hmm. beginning for me. Amen. It is really the beginning. Amen. It's new beginning. It's a new beginning for me. It is. Yes. It is. It's a new beginning for me. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. And um, I truly am. Uh, um, I, I know. Um, that you you are a pastor, evangelist. You 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 pretty much all over the fivefold ministry. I'm everywhere. I'm, you you I'm you everywhere. there. You there. You in there. But um, um, what is God telling you right now? And can you share it with us? What He's telling you right now for the people of God. For the people of God, is their word. When you look at Daniel. Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm-hmm. And they realized they're about to go in the fire. Mm-hmm. And they said, we know that God can, he's able to deliver. Yes. Now, he might not do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we know that he's able. Yes. And we got to have the mindset. He might not do it. He might, God might not have done this for me. Mm-hmm. But I know he was able. Amen. I knew he was able. Amen. And God does what he wants to do. Amen. And we just make ourselves available. Mm-hmm. But when they went in the fire, mm-hmm. they said they went in, it was three. Mm-hmm. They came out, it was four. Four. Right. Sometimes when you go in the fire, sometimes people feel like, God ain't with me. God ain't there. Mm-hmm. He's not near. Mm-hmm. When the boys went in, they did not know that, G- that God was in the fire. Amen. They didn't know that. They did not. They didn't know that. So sometimes you you in situations and problems that you don't really, you don't you feel God he, he you know because you don't see him. Come on, son. 
But it don't matter to me whether right. or not if I saw him. Right. Come on. What mattered to me that the people saw him. Amen. When they came out the fire, mm-hmm. the people said, mm-hmm. we put three in, but we see four coming out. Ooh, my God. The, the, the Hebrew boy, they didn't say that. Right. The people that was around saw that. Amen. So what God is saying, when you come out of the fire, don't worry about where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Just know when you come out, I'm with you. You might not see me. Yes. But when people see you come out your situations, mm-hmm. they're going to say, uh-huh. Now, I know she went in by herself. Mm-hmm. But she looking better. He looking better. Mm-hmm. He, he's doing good. Yes. With no I know, smoke. With no smoke. Oh. oh. So you might not see God sometimes, people. Right. You might not feel like you might not feel him. Right. But just know. Amen. You said it. Other people see him. It's a girl, what's on you? They see God on me. Mm-hmm. I don't, if people say you look good, I'm like, for real? Because I don't see it. Amen. But he was in the fire with me, but I don't see it. Mm-hmm. But everybody that I sent a picture to, mm-hmm. it's girl, you looking good. You looking, they see it. Yes. So if, I, so if I put a picture out there, mm-hmm. it ain't to say, son, you look good. People say, I ain't trying to brag on myself. Right. If I put a picture on Facebook, mm-hmm. I want you to see how, what God done did. Because you didn't see me when I was 109 pounds, right. nothing but skin and bone. Right. So if I put a picture on Facebook, I'm trying to show you mm-hmm. that God went in the fire with me. Amen. And the same God that went in the fire with me mm-hmm. is the same God that's in the fire with you. Amen. You Amen. might not see it, yes. but them, when you come out, I say, girl, boy, you know you looking good. You doing good. Uh-huh. Because God can't. God was in there with me. Amen. I wasn't, you're never alone. Never alone. Even if you can't feel his presence, mm-hmm. you are never alone. That's true. He's there. Facts. Other people see God to God in you. Mm-hmm. You might can't see him. Amen. But guess what? The people around you. Amen. They see the God in you. Amen. The people around you. They see the God in you. Amen. The people around me. Mm-hmm. It's, girl, you look at, girl, what's going on? Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> the man I love so much. God. <laughs> The man I'll do anything for God. Amen. Amen. So just be, I want the people to be encouraged. Amen. You ain't by yourself. He in the fire. That's right. If you just go on through it and stop fighting and bucking and don't want to go through, Mm -hmm. go on through it. Mm -hmm. Say if he don't bring me out, he can't bring me out. I know you're able to bring me out. Amen. And he'll bring you out. That's right. But he'll bring you out better. 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 Mm. That's better. a word. Better. That's a word. Better. Amen. Don't fight the fire. Don't fight the Don't fire. Don't try to avoid it. Go in there gracefully, honey. Amen. You ain't by yourself. That's a word. I got you. it. You ain't by yourself. I got it. Never feel like you're by yourself. Amen. Joe said, I look to the left. I look to the right. I don't sin. Mm. But he said, that's all right. Long, Joe said, long as he know the way I take. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to locate him. <laughs> long as he know what, long as he know my location. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, we're gonna God. be okay. My okay. God, yeah, we're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right. So we, I, I knew you had something. Yeah, I knew yeah, it. We're gonna be all right. I had hit. Listen, we're gonna be all right. are you um, are you uh, uh, doing anything anytime soon with regards to ministering? Whenever God opened the door, I'm gone. Gotcha. I told he told he's when he after after he first healed me. Uh huh. He said, "I want you to just." Mellow out for a little bit. Okay. I'm gonna tell you when it's time. I know I'm supposed to tell it, mm-hmm. but you know I didn't want to run telling. And he was telling me not to tell it. Right. And God said, He said, Now you know why I healed you. Mm-hmm. I said to get the glory. He said, Yeah, I, for that reason too. But I I healed you not for you to keep your mouth closed. Right. He said, Now's the time. Uh-huh. I want you to open your mouth. Start telling. Something start telling. Amen. I said, Hey, devil, <laughs> you thought you were gonna shut me down, didn't you? Oh, I got something for you now, honey. Yeah. 
Tell I'm telling when I say he is a lie. Yeah, I'm telling people the devil you a lie. Yeah, you and your imps you a lie. Telling people you a devil he oh he ain't got no power. That's what you done did to me. Amen. Oh, I got some for you. Yeah, I'm Amen. gonna let you know what time it is now. Yeah. Amen. I'm that the, the, the honey ain't nothing but a little huff and the puff, baby. That's right, little huff and uh, the he puff. ain't nothing but a little, little huff and the puff. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Thank you. Sonia, for sharing your testimony Thank you. with Thank us. Thank you. It's today. so much, but honey, yes. God said what he won't say. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and 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 when I tell you to come back, come on back. Come on come back. Because I know there's a lot more in you that he wants to come out. Um Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to episode eight of Spiritual Fortitude. Uh, I am uh, so grateful uh, to each and every person that either watches, you know, the replays or you watch the lives. I just want you to know that I am truly, truly uh, grateful. And thank you so much for for riding with me um, on this journey. Um, But before I close out, I do want to go before God in prayer. And um, and let's just just spend a minute or two with him. So, Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for your grace and new mercies. You blessed us by opening up both of our eyes today. And uh, that was the beginning of something beautiful. And Lord, thank you for keeping us safe from danger, seen and unseen. Lord, thank you for just keeping us uh covered yes, Lord. oh under the blood of jesus and father god right now i thank you for my sister sonia thank you for her daughter patience lord thank you for how you showed up and shown out in her life for your glory yes lord we know that our life is not our own we belong to you and it's only what you want that really matters the most Thank you so much for the gift of life and thank you for the opportunity to live it loud and do those things that you've placed in our hearts and our minds with passion and with purpose to uh, to complete, to complete what you set forth of what you want to manifest here on earth. Father God, thank you so much for our families. Father God, bless the 102.6, the situation family, Father God, each and every person and their involvement in the station. Lord, thank you so much for who they are, for what you've placed on their hearts to do. And Lord, thank you for using them for a higher purpose. I give you glory, honor, and praise right now. Bless our listeners, Lord, that are listening now and that will listen in the future. And until we meet again, Lord, we give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. And until we come together again, which will be in June, actually June the 12th, that is my birthday weekend, number 47. I am excited. And grateful, full of gratitude about that. (laughs) And um, it should be a really great show. So um, until then, I want you to do three things. And I remember this time. Last time I had a hard time remembering. I don't know what was wrong with me. But (laughs) I remember this time. So number one, protect your peace. Number two. I thought you messed me up. (laughs) Number one. Jarvis gonna get me on this one. So protect your peace, pack your patience, and walk in love, everybody. I got it. <laughs> pack your patience, walk. <laughs> pack your patience, protect your peace, and walk in love, everybody. I swear I'm gonna get it next time. <laughs> love you to life. Goodbye. <laughs>